Welcome to another episode of Infinity X, where we give a stage and microphone to human excellence in the pursuit of never-ending opportunities and merging ecosystems with world-renowned entrepreneurs and influencers. Now, here's your host, David Harder. From the hallowed halls of epic productions here in red bank new jersey this is infinity x giving a stage and microphone to human excellence in the pursuit of creating infinite opportunities for sales and mergers by having unbelievable conversations with world-class people world-class entrepreneurs like eric allen eric what is up tonight my brother how are you doing i'm doing excellent thank you so much for having me here man truly an honor oh honor, absolutely man the honor is ours and um you're a little lighter brother i'm i i have to i, I saw the tra <laughs> i saw the transition on uh on instagram i'm like whoa hold on a second here it just got a it i mean it you you took it down buddy huh yeah for sure yeah so i, I hadn't seen my chin in about five years and so i said <laughs> i wonder if it's still there and been wanting to do it for a while and it was my wife and i 17 year anniversary of the weekend and so nice. She Excellent. had no idea. I just showed up and had her open the door and I had flowers for my face that I moved them. She's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Did she want to call the cops like, who is this guy? You know, uh, totally, totally. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Folks, we are Infinity X. Uh, replay will be available on weareinfinityx.com. We are Infinity X YouTube. And I'd like to introduce everybody to Eric Allen. Eric is a monster entrepreneur doing a ton, a ton of great things. You can follow him on Instagram at Eric Allen. Um, you know, Eric, we are a platform where we give a stage and a microphone as as frequently as possible. to I, I call it human excellence, but it's people that are doing really, really interesting things in a tumultuous world. Right. We're yep. in uh, unprecedented times. Um, you know, we've you know, we have people that can't make the decision as to whether or not they want to go back to work or if they want to get back into the brick and mortar. Um, we still have people wearing masks, you know, for better or for worse. I'm not here to judge on that, but totally. um, you know, we're in a different place than we were three years ago, right? And um, and so I I know that you're making a real real big impact in in a multitude of different verticals, which I'm gonna I'm gonna really go deep on with you tonight, dude. I've been so excited to have this conversation with your brother because you seem so interesting. Oh, uh, thank you so much, man. I'm yeah stoked to be here, man. Absolutely. Well, why don't you give us a little bit of background on where you're from, what it was like for you growing up? Yeah, I mean, I grew up in Eastern Washington, out in a small town called Kennewick. And, uh, you know, it was typical household for me, you know, went to Sunday school, little league, things like that. Uh, one thing different is my dad loves to do adventure. So he would take my best friend, Dave and I literally throw us in dumpsters back then big stores and say, go find treasure. That was like a typical Saturday morning for us, you know? <laughs> and, uh, you know, when I was 11 years old, my parents got divorced. I'd never heard the word. I didn't know anyone who got a divorce. It was kind of a, a weird shock to the system. My mom ended up getting together with a guy who was very physically abusive, almost from day one that I remember. And I never understood why she decided to stay around and, and keep this guy around us because, you know, I'd call the cops all the time. She'd never press charges or anything like that. I mean, there was moments where, um, you know, I would be looking through their back room bedroom window from the outside and see him hitting her with a cordless phone when those were around. Just crazy, you know. Yeah. And they did the smart thing. They got pregnant and wow. decided to... Um, move us from Washington up to small town, Montana, Stevensville, Montana, population 1200 people, beautiful area. I mean, house lives on five acres right by the Bitterroot river at two ponds on the property. The problem was the house had three bedrooms. So it was one for them, one for my brother, who's just a few months older this time. And then one for my sister who's four years younger than me. So I said, Eric, you live in the garage. So I, I literally had this half of the garage where my bed was at and it was separated 
by the truck that pulled in with a plastic sheet uh, down the middle of the garage oh and my, my room. Oh man. And uh, yeah. So I had a, a fireplace out there would keep me semi warm during those, you know, late crazy cold nights of Montana, you know, but I remember like 10 layers of blankets on just trying to stay warm some nights, you know, it was pretty brutal. And, you know, I was 13 years old. They came home arguing one night. It wasn't anything different than any other night. But as I was brushing my teeth, for me personally, I felt like it was God saying, dude, you got to turn around and see what's going on. So the way the house was set up was behind was the kitchen to the pantry to the garage. Yeah. And as I turn around, I see him on top of my mom, just boom, 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 one shot after the other. Snuck up behind him, grabbed a cast iron pan, swung as hard as I could and split the back of his head open. And he turned around and he said, what the? And as he said that, I took another swing and split his forehead open. Oh my God. And um, so I swung so hard the second time, I actually had fallen over. And I remember him standing up over me. He was bleeding down his face, bleeding down the back of his head. And my mom, like, went into mama bear mode, jumps up, lands like six punches in a row. There's blood splatting on the wall. Cops finally show up, take him to jail for the night. My mom doesn't press charges. You would think I'd be the hero. I got kicked out of the house the next day. And I had three months left of my freshman year of high school. Uh, so I finished basically my freshman year living on the hardwood floors of my buddy Forrest out there in Stevensville, Montana. And that basically set me on a path of destruction for the next 10 years of my life, man. Oh, man. Oh, God. So, holy, unbelievable, Eric. I'm, number one, I'm so sorry that you had to experience this. You know, I, you know, I know that there are lessons from it that you probably sure, sure. look back on. But, um, you know, like what happened next after that? Yeah, I ended up moving back to live with my dad, who back in Kennewick, where I grew up, and he rented a house for us. Yeah. And it was close enough to the high school where I could take a public bus. So we got my bus pass, and he'd put 20 bucks in a cup for my lunch money for the week, fill the freezer with hunger and meals, cereal, milk in the house, and then he'd go stay with his girlfriend. So I'd see my dad a couple times a month in passing. Uh, so no adult supervision, no one to tell me, hey, don't do drugs, even though I already knew that, right? Don't, hey, don't hang around these people, right? And, you know, so I already knew that. And so I got into drugs pretty early. So, you know, sophomore year, I was smoking pot, I was doing opium, I was hash, you know, taking acid, mushrooms, you name it, I was, I was getting it in my system. And by the time I was 18 years old, I was a senior still in high school. And uh, we were camping one time, cops raided this campsite. I was the only guy who was 18, had a bong, uh, which was illegal at the time in 1998 when I was a senior in high school. It's illegal now. But uh, so I got a citation and then ended up having to go to jail for 24 hours. Uh, black and white chain gay outfit on, bright orange slippers, man. Scariest 24 hours of my life for sure. Yep. And, uh, you know, it, it was, like I said, still in high school. I literally skipped school so I could go check myself into high school. Wrote my dad a note in the morning. Hey, I'm staying at Danny's house. I'll be back later. You know, he never knew for like 10 years after I it was actually in jail. And then two weeks after I graduated, I got kicked out of my house with my dad, you know, so basically starting the adult life really early. And yeah. then between just of 18 and 21, I moved 21 times. I was living on couches of people, uh, three days here, one week there, a month there, and, uh, made my way up to Seattle, Washington and, and got into the music business, man. And Ooh. of course lived the rockstar lifestyle and, you know, continue that craziness, man. Yeah. Um, by the time I was 21, I was $28,000 in debt and had to file bankruptcy. So it was a, a pretty, pretty crazy start in my late teens and early twenties. Good God. Wow. Oh my gosh. And so, you know, I mean, <clears throat> I, I can personally identify with, um, with addiction and family. Um, I have a, you know, I, I have, I have partners who, you know, by the grace of God have been sober for an extended period of time as well. Right. And so, you know, I, I, you know, have experienced it firsthand as well as it had exposure to it, but that is a, uh, that is a very, very challenging, challenging place. Right. It's for sure. It's absolutely a disease as well. I'm, I'm thoroughly convinced of that. But, what, you know, 
what were some of the steps and when did you when did you get to the point eric of saying okay something has to change here right you know i mean obviously you know bankruptcy at 21 that's a challenge you know but yeah. I mean, you're 21 you can come back from that but when did it really get to the point of enough is enough i have to make something change yeah for me it was i, I it was always a dream of mine to be in the music business and so i i it, I literally lied to Universal saying that I was in college and then got the internship and I was there for six months, not paid. And then they actually hired me on. And then after my one year anniversary, I got laid off and I was really depressed after that. I was like, man, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I was working at Starbucks at night and I'd get off work and go get my six pack of beer and drink myself to sleep in my ghetto apartment right out there in Renton, Washington, across from where Jimi Hendrix is buried. God. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And so I was out there and, and one night I was working at Starbucks. This girl walked in and said, Hey, you know, we've got this cool college age event down our church. Would you be interested in going? And I was depressed. I was lonely. I didn't have any friends. Yeah. What, what time do I need to be there? And so it was kind of this weird uh, moment because I think God was planting seeds in that moment. Cause I ran into all these guys that I knew from the other side of the state, man, I haven't seen you in five years. I haven't seen you in four years. Right. Yeah. So about a month later, it was Easter 2004 and I was out partying with a band that I was managing and I woke up Easter morning. Uh, in my buddy's basement, turned by probably 15 guys. And, and in that moment, I felt God go, dude, you're going down this path. that's going to end your life real quick, man. You got to make some changes. And so it was in that moment, I decided to make a change. I gave my life to Christ right there in my buddy's basement. I quit cold turkey, drugs, drinking cigarettes, everything in that moment. Wow. And I called that girl up and I said, hey, thank you so much for inviting me to that church event. Maybe I'll see you at the store sometime. She was, you know, I got her voicemail. Wow. And a month later, we were dating and we just celebrated 17 years, man. Unbelievable. Wow. Wow. What a story. Oh, my gosh. And God bless her. God yeah. bless you know, God, God puts uh, people in your life at very, very calculated times. Isn't that the truth? Oh, man. Yeah. I always I've been telling her since day one, man. She's she's an angel. And you know, uh, that came into my life at the right time. Actually, we're both born at exactly 1.41 p.m. on a birth certificate. It's different days, different years, but the exact same minute. Incredible. Incredible. Absolutely. You know, very, very, very calculated from the man upstairs right there. But For sure. <laughs> I mean, so guys, we are Infinity X stage and microphone human excellence. And we, I mean, we just heard an unbelievably riveting story about perseverance and about um, epiphany, right? And so, yeah. you know, Eric, you have, uh, you know, thank you for being vulnerable. Thank you for sharing that. And I know you know, all of you out there, folks, you either can identify directly with that and or you have somebody that you have a close relationship with. I'm assuming that you can, you know, identify with that. But we can all be, you know, we can all relate to a crossroad. Right. And um, so, Eric, now you're at a crossroad. Right. You you met your soon to be wife. Right. She she made that invitation to you, but you quit cold turkey. Absolutely everything. And now yeah. you're you're still in a toxic world right from a standpoint of the you know the the profession that you're in and yeah. you probably you know continued to want to claw back at you but what'd you do next you know it was interesting i i called my buddies up and i was like dude for me i gotta get healthy i gotta take a break from out partying i gotta take a break from being out in the bars and and things like that and what i did was i had to flip a switch mentally too because i can say that all day i want to make a change but if i don't physically and actively make a change then nothing's going to happen and so I had to put myself in another environment. I surrounded my pe myself with people that are living the life that I wanted to live. I found guys that were in the church that we started going to that had great marriages, that had great businesses, that had great walks with Christ. And I said, man, I want to take you out to coffee. I want to understand your story. How are you doing what you're doing? And I was mentally just ready to sponge up as much as I could because I knew that the yuck that I came from would could drag into my marriage if I wasn't very, very cautious about that. Right. Absolutely. And sure. yeah, yeah. So I just got around guys that were living that life, man. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you got yourself uh, surrounded by guys that were living that life, but you also, you had to make, I would imagine some changes from a professional perspective. Right. And, and so what'd you decide to do? Yeah. So I was just working at Starbucks for, uh, you know, the next couple of years and, and got out of the music business altogether, quit managing the band. And, and I realized real quick that Starbucks for me at that time was not paying the bills. So I needed to get back into sales. Right. And so I went back into computer sales and that led to, you know, uh, customer success and sales for the next 15 years. And I still work a full-time job on top of doing all the podcasting and things that I do today. But my passion is really just podcasting and hearing people's stories, man. I love to just be, make an impact. And, you know, for me, it was a mental switch. Once I realized that my past and other people's opinions don't define my future, it was like, boom, let's go, man. Let's Ooh. start changing lives. All right. So let's roll up the sleeves now and start to get into the real. Right? I love this. This is incredible. So you're now, okay, so you've right-sized your world, right? You're in a position where you're back into full-time. Now, are you, uh, are you still, um, are you in sales or was it, you know, more, more high-level corporate? Like what, what, um, what it, it, tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah, so I worked in tech sales for a bit, uh, a company called CompUSA, which was kind of a competitor for Best Buy before they went out, right? Um, and then did account management and then did sales. And I've been doing customer success for probably the last, gosh, 10 years now or something like that. So um, currently work for a swag company, but most of my career has been in the tech world, startup world, things like that. And uh, yeah, so that's, that's where I've been, but I, I'm fascinated with sales, fascinated with the, the journey. I'm big on relationship building. And I think that's really the new currency, man, is just relationship building. And, and that's what has helped me get to where I'm at today. Oh, I love it. That's incredible, folks. We are Infinity X, Stage and Mike, Human Excellence, Eric Allen here. And so Eric went, so let's walk into how did you move into podcasting? How'd you move into building out a social presence? Yeah, for me, it was in 2012, my wife and I were sitting around the house and I said, hey, you know what, there's this cool brand out there called Tap Out and I want to uh, uh, kind of yeah. do something similar to them. And so we started a company called Top Rated MMA. It was an apparel company, had no idea what I was doing, didn't do a business plan, didn't do anything. We just said, I'm going to buy swag and start selling shirts. <laughs> That's all it was. <laughs> and we, we borrowed 2,500 bucks. Do from you do my MMA also, Eric, are you a fighter? I do not. I'm a big fan. Okay. Um, so my, I grew up, my dad had like pay-per-views of Mike Tyson and you take me to wrestling matches like WWF and, you know, then just grew into MMA as a, as a younger adult. But uh, I was just fascinated with the, the business side of it. And then just being a big fan of MMA, I was like, Hey, I want to get into this. And so we launched out in Seattle area in 2012, our very first event that no one knew who we were at. We show up and I hired a UFC fighter to come stand in front of my booth for 500 bucks for the night. You know, and so everyone's like, who the heck is top rated me? So we kind of blew up, but then it kind of tanked real quick because I wasn't prepared mentally or uh, financially prepared to continue to grow the business. Wow. And what ended up happening is 2015, I got bored with it and put an ad in Craigslist and, and actually tried to sell the thing. What happened? What happened? Why didn't it like... Why didn't it, it succeed, number one? And all entrepreneurs out there, listen up, because business is yeah. every day. Um, yeah. Why didn't it succeed, it succeed, and what would you have done differently? One, I tried to do it on my own. I did not try to surround myself with people who were already doing something similar. I, I, you know, back then, it wasn't like I would go to YouTube and try to, like, download, like, hey, how do I do this? Watch this video. It was like, I'm just going to do this. And I spent a lot of money on shirts and, and product that didn't sell. You know, I wasn't trying to be smart with it. I was like, if I buy the product, it's just going to move off the shelf. That was like my idea. And it just didn't happen that way, man. I put a lot of man hours into it. I bought a screen print machine to try to do it in my house and quickly realized that I don't have the space to do this. And so I just was testing everything. 
and got to a point where, you know, I was moving, I had moved to Idaho from Seattle after around 2014, my wife and I, and I was still running the business, but it was really kind of half button it around, you know, like wasn't really fully committed to it and it just got bored. It wasn't making any money for me. It wasn't worth it. And so, like I said, I put that ad in Craigslist. This guy called me up and was offering me like 2,500 bucks for the brand name. And it was in that call. I said, man, I'm not ready to quit yet. And something in me was just like, no, don't, don't do it yet. And so I spent the next year just kind of figuring out what do I want to do with this brand? And so 2017 comes around and I go, I'm going to start asking fighters. Why do they want to get in a cage and get punched in the face? And so that was my whole idea and reason behind starting a podcast. I was in a walk-in closet and had bad lighting, bad microphone, bad camera, didn't even look into the camera, you know? And um, that's what I did. And and then it just kind of snowballed from there. We ended up being the number one MMA podcast out here in the Northwest, uh, you know? And and so all the local fighters out here where I'm at, they, they knew who we were, they still are today. And, and it's been a fun journey, man. I actually stopped doing the MMA show at the end of 2021. I did 255 episodes of that show before retiring it. Unbelievable. Who are some of the fighters that you uh, interviewed? Yeah, so I've had Ken Shamrock on twice. Chris Lieben's been on there twice. Um, a lot of local guys uh, that I, I love to hear the local stories, the local fighters, these up-and-coming amateur fighters. Yeah. And, you know, some of them ended up going into the UFC, and some of them, you know, would go on the Ultimate Fighter and things like that. So I love those, those quick shows. It was a quick show, like maybe 10 to 20 minutes at most. But right. I really wanted to understand, like, hey, tell me about, like, where you grew up. What was childhood like for you? What, what, what draws you to this fight game? And so that was how I started the thing. You know, but in podcasting, I did almost 100 episodes in that walk-in closet, and I didn't know what I was doing. I was uploading to YouTube and sharing the link out to Facebook and calling that a podcast. (laughs) Somebody said, how can I listen to your show on Apple? And I said, what the hell is that? Apple, right? Yeah. 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 Like, oh my gosh, like I'm missing this whole nother market of people. So I started researching and deep diving in. How do I do that? And, you know, now we ranked uh, in January of last year, we ranked uh, 133 on the Apple podcast for entrepreneurs in the US and 202 in the UK in October of last year. And we're going to keep growing this thing. Unbelievable. Wow, folks, we are Infinity X stage and microphone. Folks, if you want to get social proofing out there, you got to be running podcasts. You got to be interesting, right? You have to be dynamic. You have to be with the times. You have to be something that people want to hear. And Eric figured out the secret sauce around what people wanted to hear. But Eric, it sounds like you also had a lot of figuring out to do as you were building it out, right? You found a niche, right? Something that was definitely relevant. You know, Ken Shamrock is a household name, right? You know, between the WWE and between MMA and um, and Chris Weidman as well, you mentioned. Uh, Um, Chris Lieben. Oh, leaving. Oh, yep, yep, yep. yep. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, and and so those are those are those are household names. Those are the things that people want to listen to. But some of the local ones, that was more just out of the love, and that was the niche market, right? Yep. But when did you you start something that was? Uh, can you say it one more time? It cut out there. Oh, I'm so sorry. Can you hear me now? Yeah, there we go. Are you, can good. you hear me? Yep. Hang on one. Oh, uh, there we go. Sorry about that. We had a delay in the uh, in, in the metaverse there. <laughs> uh, no problem. No problem at all. Uh, when did you recognize <laughs> when did you recognize that you can mod- uh, monetize this? And what were some of the steps that you took to really kind of expand it? Because you can't do it all by yourself. Yeah, great question. So I actually did not even try to monetize it until 2021. So I spent four years building a podcast and doing it because I loved it. I didn't look at the numbers. I didn't look at the pay attention to how can I get sponsors or anything like that. It was just like, how can I do this and, and help fighters get known and noticed online? That was my goal. And in 2018, I came across Ed Milet online and I was like, oh my gosh, this guy aligns with my beliefs, my values. 
and ended up winning the Max Out Challenge in 2019, which landed me a phone call with Ed Milet, which changed my life. Yeah. Yeah. So let's play in that space for a moment. So folks, listen to this. This is a big deal. So what is the Max Out Challenge? Let's talk about that. So it's different than his daily challenge that he says, like, if you respond within two minutes and your name goes into a drawing, you can win stuff. He did one thing in 2019 and he had about a million followers on Instagram. And he said, this is the actual max out challenge. You need to do the hashtag max out challenge. And I want you to record a one minute video and tag me on a story. When you post it of why do you want to be successful? What drives you to be successful? Why do you want to do what you're doing? And I submitted a video really having no idea what I was doing. I just like spoke my heart into a camera and said, boom, I'm going to put this out there. He's got a million followers. There's no way I'm going to win this thing. He kept posting all these things like, oh, this is a top runner, this is a top runner. And about a month later, I got tagged on a post one day. I looked at my phone. I'm like, it's Ed Milet tagging me. What the heck, man? <laughs> and so I ended up winning the Max Out Challenge. It was me in a place called Camp Agape out there in California. We both won. We both won phone calls with Max or with Ed. And it was supposed to be 20 minutes. We ended up going 30 minutes. Wow. And I love that conversation because he just shut everything down, was so focused on me. How can he help me? Who can he connect me to? I live in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. He used to have a house out here. So he's like, man, I know a lot of people in your area. Who can I connect you with? Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. And yeah. So it was just a life-changing call. I asked if I could record it. I could. And I had just started thinking about launching what is now the Eric Allen show. And I had uh, recorded, I think, eight episodes prior to that. So I had Sean Whalen on my show as episode six. And then I was able to record the show with Ed. And so that was episode 12. And that just opened the door to Tim Story, Bradley, Dennis Quillian, Dan Caldwell, Jim the Rookie Morris, and the list goes on. And I've been really blessed to speak to some truly amazing people since then. Incredible, folks. We're Infinity X stage and microphone human excellence. This is Eric Allen. The Eric Allen Show has been born. This is unbelievable. So, you know, it. If I could, I want to share a little bit of how much I can identify with what you've shared personally. Um, If you don't mind, I'd just like to take a couple of minutes. So yeah, yeah. Epic Financial Strategies is our company. And uh, I, you know, my, it was founded by my partner, Rob Gill. Um, We are a one-stop shop financial wellness center, right? So we have an insurance subdivision, a planning division, wealth management. We really provide holistic solutions all across the board. Um, And anybody can do that <laughs> for lack of a better description, right? If you're positioned well, and if you, but you know, we, you have to have, you have to have, uh, obviously it, you're, you're the sum of the parts, right? So you have to have a good team underneath you, but in today's world, you need a larger stage and a larger microphone, right? And, and yep. I, I've heard that shit. The first, the first person I ever heard talk about that was, um, Sean Callagy, who is the, uh, found, uh, the founder of, uh, unblinded amazing, amazing human. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he started talking about larger stage and larger microphone, and uh, it was at, a, at an event that we were attending of his where I heard him say that for the first time, that <clears throat> as the stars aligned, we were able to, <clears throat> excuse me, create a conversation with another influencer who um, had a massive stage and a massive microphone, and we just happened to identify that we have a little bit of a, of a niche that that influencer leveraged and could benefit from, right? And something that he could introduce to his audience, right? And his sphere of influence in a way that was seamless and, you know, could be monetized, quite frankly. And, yeah. uh, you know, and, and when our stage and our microphone <clears throat> got a little bit larger, everything changed. Mm-hmm. everything in my personal world. I mean, I never in a million years, if you told me that I was going to be hosting a podcast with somebody like yourself, 
three, four years ago, I'd be like, okay, right. <laughs> that's, right. I got a couple of questions for you. You know, that's sure. just not going to be happening. <laughs> and, and yet, you know, the, that stage kept getting larger and it kept getting larger and it kept getting larger to the point now where we, we field as a team, um, you know, probably anywhere between a thousand to 2000, you know, inbound requests for consultation every single month. It's really just wow. it's absolutely incredible how it's expanded and continues to expand. Yeah. And I share all of this because it requires, you know, once you catch that lightning in a bottle, you cannot let it go. Mm -hmm. Right. You have got to um, honor the influence that you now have and 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 protect it and build on it. So you were given a much bigger stage and a much bigger microphone than any that you were ever exposed to when you got onto Ed's show. Right. And you got onto that call. Yeah. What did you do with that? What happened next? Man, it was uh, so I was able to record that call. It was just a coaching call with myself. And then basically he introduced me to a lot of guys locally. I started reaching out to him and say it. He, and, you know, I, for me, it was mind boggling because he said, I want you to go in these places. And I want you to tell him I'm Ed Milet's friend and <laughs> I want to talk with this guy. Yeah. And that's what I did is I just reached out to these guys and I said, Hey, I'm a friend of Ed's and I'd love to chat with you. And so I was able to make some great connection, connections here locally about their business. There's like golf course and an airline and boat building company out here that, you know, he was able to introduce me to. And one of the things that he, he said to me that really stuck with me, it's on my wall right here, actually. Um, he said, it's an acronym canny and it's constant and never ending improvement. Constant and never that, ending improvement. I, yeah, absolutely. I'm familiar with that. Yes. And when, yeah. And when he said that to me, I think I'd maybe heard of it before, but when he said it to me, it just clicked and I was like, man, I got to figure out how can I always be improving? How can I always be making an impact? And so from there, it was just lit up my life. It gave me more confidence having that phone call with him. Actually, that day was crazy because two hours before I talked to Ed, I had Ken Shamrock on the show. So on the same day, I talked to Ken and Ed on the same day. <laughs> <laughs> Holy mackerel. Talk about, uh, you know, star power and capital there. Holy mackerel. It was That's crazy. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Who was more interesting, by the way? Um, I, I love Ed, like yeah, his story yeah. with his, his relationship with his dad. I think Ken's got an unbelievable story of where he grew up as a kid and the, the rough times that he's at and to get to where he's at today is unbelievable too. Um, but I think, I mean, I got to give it to Ed cause I, I just love Ed, man. He's such a great dude. And is uh, doing, he's a beast, man. He does, he does things that continue to blow my mind each and every single day. And we're coming, Ed. I'm telling you, we watch yes. out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. This is not by accident. You will remember our name here, but uh, yep. folks, we, this is Eric Allen, the Eric Allen show podcast, massive, massive outreach. Number 133 on Apple, um, which is, I mean, that doesn't knock on your door folks, right? You know, you have, you have to, you, you savor and increase that base camp on influence. And, um, you know, Eric is obviously doing a lot of things, right? If you have a question for Eric, please put it into the chat replay available on, um, uh, we are infinityx.com. We are infinityx YouTube, Spotify, and Apple as well. So Eric, so now you're working a full-time job, right? Yep. Married 17 years. God bless. Congratulations. It's incredible. Thank Kid? you. Children, yep. two kids, 12 and eight. Nice. Outstanding. Yeah. So American family, right? Yep. And yep. uh, you, you also run a company. What's it like for you having the full time and running your company as well? What do you do from a balancing standpoint? It's a great question. I love uh, time management is very important with me because I have to make sure that I am being able to put time into my business, being able to put effort into my full time job and not miss out on the family moments. And for me, I wake up at 4 a.m. six days a week. 
Mm. And what that allows me to do is as soon as I open my eyes, it's actually a goal of mine to open my eyes each day. So if I open my eyes, I'm like, there's win number one. I jump out of bed, I make my bed, there's two wins in 15 seconds. I'm already building the motivation and the momentum of wins in my head. And so then it's straight upstairs. I've got a, a vision wall on my office of quotes, my family, the property that I want, uh, pictures of things that I need and, and want in my life and kind of just speaking out loud to those. And then for me, it's just sit down in prayer. And so I have worship music playing, spent about 15 minutes in, in worship prayer and and it's very gratitude driven. I'm so thankful to be where I'm at. I'm sober. I'm, you know, paid off vehicles and my wife and kids were all healthy, you know, and then it's go time. So as soon as I'm done with that, it's like, let me, let me respond to a couple of emails. I'm editing my own shows. I'm uploading my own shows. I'm reaching out to possible contacts. I'm making sure that, you know, my clients that uh, I do coaching and I do video, uh, you know, stuff for, for brands and stuff like that. And so I'm, I'm making sure that I'm on top of that. And so people are always like, why do you wake up at 4am? It's because my, my desire to be successful is bigger than my desire to sleep. Hmm. And so if I can do that, then at five o'clock, I can shut everything down and be with my family and not have to worry about anything. I love that. And, and that first hour, I mean, like, folks, listen to that. Talk about from a, a positive mental mind frame. He got, he has two victories in the first 15 seconds of each and every single day that he lives. I mean, that's like, yeah. You have to put things into mini victories. That's how you create massive acceleration. With it's 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 the micro distinctions, right? It's the mini victories each and every single day. Yeah. And um, so now I heard something there that I'm interested to learn a little bit more about, Eric, because yeah. uh, you're doing your own editing, right? Yep. To you know, what have you had to outsource, and what do you ident What do you think you're going to need to outsource as you continue to scale? Uh, first, I, I do not outsource anything at the moment. I do 100% myself on everything. Um, I will eventually, I think, outsource the podcast editing and things like that. Um, I'll probably outsource some of the social media posts and things like that at some point. But right now, it's been a one-man show, and, and I do 100% of the work myself and and just continue to build up my audience, continue to build up the my presence out there. So in 2021, I set a goal to be a guest on 100 podcasts hmm. on top of releasing 100 episodes of my own show. And I did 117 interviews on other people's podcasts in 2021. Wow. And, um, so for me, it was just to get my name out there in 2021. But 2022, it was about impact. I want to impact people this year. I want to help people. And I want to help people with my story. I want to help people with their podcasting, with their brands, their video, whatever I can do. And, you know, the end goal is for me to walk away from the full-time job that I have and just do full-time content creation, podcasting, things like that. Love it. I love it, folks. We are Infinity X, Stage and Mike. We got Eric Allen here. So Eric, so 2021 was about exposure. A lot of people were looking for additional exposure, right? And, you know, especially when, when COVID came and COVID, it, it was just like 2020 made no sense, you know, two middle fingers to the 2020. It's the lost year, right? Yeah. You know, however, it wasn't a lost year for us, you know, and sure. it wasn't a lost year for a lot of people. We yep. leveled up. And we continued to level up, but that base camp kept elevating each and every year because of ecosystem mergers, right? Because mm -hmm. of proximity, right? Because of new relationships. So 2021, you started to create those or just by, just by brand recognition, right? Just by yep. putting your message out there. 2022 is about impact. What is 2023 and beyond looking like? What's that? Uh, I love it, man. I love that. You know, I think 2023 and beyond is me being full-time into the podcasting space, working with larger brands, which I love my sponsors, uh, but working with larger brands and then 
being able to do more with brands. So right now I do how-to videos, explainer videos, box openings, things like that uh, for a lot of brands. And so I really enjoyed that part of it, but I also love coaching. And so I've been approached uh, by people to help them get their podcast launched. How, where do I need to go? I did all of that craziness work and frustration of days and weeks trying to figure out where do I get this thing and how do I get my show on Apple and Spotify and all that stuff. And I put it into courses and now I, I coach live and I have a pre-recorded course uh, that's going to be launching here at the end of April. But right now I'm just doing live coaching. And so I'm, I'm walking guys that are newer to podcasting or maybe they have podcasts, but they just want to get it to the next level. That's what I do. Sneak peek on the courses. I love course sales. We've developed course sales as a company. I think it makes a ton of sense. Sneak peek for those. Where are they going to be able to find the course? Tell me, just give them a, a little glimpse of what they can expect out of it. And yeah. if you'd like to comment on pricing, you're more than welcome to. Just again, a little bit of a commercial, brother. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I actually do not have anything on my website other than just right when you get to there, there's a comment or a con contact us box. And you can let me know that you're interested in that. And then we just work from there. So um, basically what the course is going to do is we're going to deep dive into the, the why. Why do you want to start a podcast? What is the journey that you're taking your listeners through? You know, what, what other podcasts have you listened to that are doing things that you like, things that you dislike? Let's put that into perspective on your own show. And then we talk about like, how can you continue that podcast? Because if you look at statistics uh, and, you know, 80% of, uh, you know, statistics are probably made up, but who knows what I've read online <laughs> is, you know, 90% of guys who start podcasts or guys and gals who start podcasts don't make it to episode 50. And then after that, it's a whole nother 90% that never make it to episode 100. And they wonder, well, I just, it just, I wasn't getting the listenership or I wasn't making money from it, right? Do podcasting because you're passionate about something. It doesn't matter what you're passionate about. Maybe you're passionate about quilting. Start a podcast on that and just don't quit. And I, so I walk them through that. Like, how do you promote your show? How do you get those big guests? How do you do it without sounding spammy and salesy, right? How do you get in touch and build those relationships? And where do you promote your show? And how do you get ranked? Uh, I've put my test and I've taken some courses myself. How do I get ranked? I know how to do that. So I walk them through all of that. And the live coaching course that I do, it's four one-hour sessions with me. And we start at ground zero and go all the way up to, you know, promoting your show on, on certain groups and things like that. And that course is 2000 bucks for the four one hour live sessions. Love that. And folks, by the way, if you check yourself, that's from an educational content perspective. I'm not an accountant, but you might be able to itemize that as a tax deduction as well. Just an FYI. Yeah. You know, check with your accountant on that. But that education tax deduction opportunity. I love that, Eric. Um, <clears throat> you know, it's so it's so interesting. I, the, the next question that I have is a little bit of a loaded question. And the reason yeah. is because, you know, we work with business owners every single day, right? And those business owners are looking to reinvest back into their business. I look at our podcast here, Infinity X, and um, we started with me in front of my laptop, you know, and it was, you know, hey, how can you 19X your sales, right? <laughs> and yeah. we, we built out a little bit of a formula around that. <clears throat> but as it continued to expand, we started to double down. I, you know, as a business owner, right. And I, you know, I, I have partners, but I invest my own money back into my business. <laughs> Strategically, I earn money on the money that I invest into my business in two different verticals, right? Not just in one place, but in two. Um, and we, you know, we consult businesses on how to get higher velocity on their money every single day, you know, and especially now, with economic times being where they are, you have to get higher velocity, better buying power on your dollar. Yep. Who, 
who are you finding are some of the people um, and you don't obviously don't name names, but if there are specific businesses that you're seeing a little bit of a trend that are looking to expand out podcasts, and what are some of the things that you're you're seeing them doing well as as well as doing poorly? What verticals are those? I've seen a lot more of the tech space trying to get into the podcasting side of things. Um, I think that they've done their own thing for a bit and they've done videos and how to stuff, but I'm seeing a lot of tech companies do getting into podcasts Now there's a lot of financial podcasts out there, right? Like how do I save money, get in retirement for one K that stuff. That's a big niche in entrepreneurship and podcasting right now. You also see a lot of just homegrown like fatherhood type podcast. And there's some great podcasts out there that talk about fatherhood and help us dads. You know, I think that there's a lot of women podcasts out there that help moms and, and women as well. But I think where we've seen just this lack of dads being vulnerable and dads sharing, how can we help each other? There's this huge surge of podcasts that I was on in the last year that have just been given some really amazing tips. So that's what the, the niches that I'm seeing really grow in the podcast world right now. I so identify with that, man, you know, because, you know, as dads, we're always fine, you know, <laughs> which yep. is typically freaked out, insecure, neurotic and emotional, you know, yeah. and, you know, I, I my, my my little guy is four. He's got some special needs. God bless him. He's grown every single day. He's a little Come on. My That's little. awesome. He went under the bus for the first time two days ago. Right. Okay. And, uh, you know, the little mini bus that takes him to school. But I, you know, we had been driving him to school up until that point. The emotion I'm not afraid to say tears running down the face and everything like that, but those, totally, you know, <laughs> an outlet for an outlet for fathers, an outlet for for men, you know, and women, you know, obviously, but for you know, for us to be a little bit vulnerable on what it's like to be a father on a day in and day out basis, that's really exciting, really attractive. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm I I had not listened to that. I'm going to explore that a little bit more. I thank you for that because that's something that I, I definitely want to see in my future. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of great shows out there. Let me know, man. I'm happy to share some with you. Hell yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I'm going to, yeah, we're going to connect offline on that, but you know, yeah. um, if I, if I step into your future though, mm. what, um, you know, what's the end game look like brother? You know I mean? Is it, is it, is it a, a bigger stage, a platform for putting out more messaging? Like what do you, uh, what do you envision for your future and the growth of your brand? Yeah, I'd love to do more speaking uh, on stages, uh, physical stages, virtual stages. This right underneath this sign here is a check that I got paid for my first speaking gig. It was for 50 bucks. Love it. And love I have it on my wall. And I said, man, I'm going to 10x that moving forward on anything that I want to do. Like, that's my goal is to 10x that check on a, on a speaking gig. So, you know, I'd love to do public speaking. I'm actually writing the ebook right now on that journey that I went through of 117 interviews. So it's going to be a book on how to get booked on 100 podcasts in a year. I'm going to guide every single person that takes that book through how you can do it on a very simple way. And it's much easier than most people would think, but you have to put in the work and you got to be dedicated to it. You can't kind of get off track. It's like, nope, if you're going to do a hundred, you got to work your butt off. Incredible, incredible folks. We are Infinity X stage and Mike with Eric Allen, the Eric Allen show, one of the most popular podcasts on the earth ebook coming out uh, soon to be speaking on massive, massive stages. And, you know, Eric, the, the last question that I had, the last question I have before we uh, get some parting shots from you, brother, is yeah. uh, how can people continue to support and build out like guys like myself, right? You know, I mean, I'm fortunate enough that I have some, you know, uh, you know, some relationships that have proximity and influence and, and growth. And we're very, very blessed that, you know, we have a really, really strong and growing brand ourselves. But how can people like myself um, position themselves to help you 
continue to elevate your base camp, continue to increase your verticals and continue to you know, expand on your message out to the general public? Man, I think any time that there's an opportunity for me to get on and just hopefully make an impact on somebody, whether that's during my story, my morning routine, the impacts of podcasting, how to do that, anytime that there's an opportunity to do that, that's what I love. So if people have those opportunities out there. That's how it helps me elevate. Uh, you know, I, I get way more out of making an impact than I do the money side of things. You know, my goal is just to impact the money will come. And so that's really what I love to do is just make an impact. You know, I have a daily goal to put a smile on someone's face every day, whether that's virtually or at the store, you know, if someone's got a name tag on, it's not there just so we can be the care and start complaining, right? It's for me to say, Hey, Jim, how you doing, man? Thanks for bagging my groceries. Oh man. Thank you for bringing our food out. Like, that those name tags that people love to hear their name so if i can go out there and put a smile on someone's face that's my daily goal man incredible incredible and by the way eric if i was okay so you actually mentioned a really crowded space before i'm not going to let you go yet i'm so interested no man. Yeah, man i got all day let's do it man i love this dude <laughs> hell yeah you know so there's a you know, financial services you mentioned before it's a space that i have operated in and we operated i think a really really high level and i think we have a good message that we put out we got about two thousand, more than two thousand subscribers to our uh, our youtube channel and come on yeah, we're growing, man. We're coming. You folks, you're not ready for what we're doing out there, folks. Man. But, um, you know, we're, we're actually, quite honestly, we're seeing probably the largest elevation of Basecamp at TikTok, you know? And so outside of the podcasting, what are areas in social media that you're, you're focusing and where are you seeing your brand, um, you know, starting to gain recognition and have people approaching, uh, approaching you about coaching and, you know, mentorship, et cetera. Yeah. So DMing uh, on Instagram has been my, my, my big thing. And so my yep. goal was to grow Instagram this year and continue to grow that my YouTube subscribers are, are pretty low, but I think I get good engagement on there. And then what ends up happening is I have some people that love YouTube and then I've got a lot of people that love the audio version. And mm. so when I release a show, I'm putting it out on every format. I'm on Facebook, IGTV, TikTok, Pinterest, like you name it, that's what I'm doing. But my biggest engagement is through Instagram and really just got into TikTok, uh, TikTok earlier this year. I hadn't really done it. I, I had an account a long time ago, shut it down, probably should have kept with it, but I didn't quite understand what to do with it. And so uh, my big focus right now is Instagram and TikTok. Those are the big ones. I try to put out a daily 15 to 30 second, just inspirational, motivational video for folks every day. And so that has been really gaining momentum, the views on my reels and things like that. So that's my, my big focus right now. I put out a reel um, on my personal Instagram the other day, um, you know, sh uh, featuring that you were going to be on there. And I got a few thousand hits on that. And Come on. Yeah, uh, yeah brother. Yeah, absolutely. You got a name out there, man. And, yeah. but, and, and let me and, and you're an interesting, interesting dude, man. Oh, really thank you. Are, you have such an incredible story. Um, you you faced unbelievable adversity as a young man. I mean, that's not something like I, I think about my children and, and my children being faced with what you came up with um you know and listen i i grew up you know in a you know midway white collar household right you know where it was it was we weren't wealthy but we weren't, you know didn't have challenges either i guess you know sure for better or for worse you did not come up that way you know you you faced adversity to the point where you had to take a pan pot you know to crack that sob skull open which by yeah. the way i totally support and i hope that you would do it again absolutely but, all day, two, two times, actually. two. Yeah, pops. for sure. <laughs> for sure, man. For sure. But, you know, when you look back 
at those challenging times, right? And the challenging 10 year run, right? All of those. Um, what, if you, there's a silver lining in that, what did that do to shape the man that you are right now? Mm, it showed me that I'm a fighter. And I, I don't mean fighter and physically, but fighter meaning that I can get through things that I have nothing that there's nothing that will stop me from getting to my goals, dreams, and purpose in life. And though I didn't see the goals, dreams, and purpose in life at that time, I went through so much crap. Uh, and now looking back going, man, God put a plan on my life and he got me through all of that yuck. He got me through all the stuff that I had, to, the yucky stuff that I had to deal with. And he's put me on now in a position where I can make an impact. And so that's my goal is to be able to, if, if the story is what's impacting people, then yep, I'm good with going there. If it's the podcasting or morning routines or whatever it is, I'm good with going there. But I think looking back and going, man, that silver lining is God gave me strength to get through that. And I'm a fighter and I'll always fight for my family for anything that's out there to provide for them. You know, my goal was to get my wife to come home as a full-time mom. And six months after my daughter was born, I was able to do that. She's been home with our kids since, man. Love it. I love it. Awesome. Amazing. Folks, this is Infinity X uh, giving a stage and microphone to megapreneurs like uh, Eric Allen. We are blessed. My, Eric, Having you on this stage has been a real, real treat. I was really looking forward to coming into tonight because I knew that you were going to be dynamic. I knew that you're going to be interesting. I knew you're going to have a powerful story. I didn't realize how unbelievably inspirational that it was going to be for me personally. And I see you in my future, brother. I say that a lot, but I really do. I see um, synergy. I see, you know, areas that we might be able to co-create things together. So that's really, really exciting. But absolutely, as we, um, you know, as, as we, uh, as we finish up here, um, what, if any parting shots do you have for the good folks that are out there that are you watching this live, watching it on uh, replay that, uh, that can, that can continue to wake Look, People need inspiration now more than they did in the heart of COVID. I don't care what anybody says. You know, yeah. it, it's a depressing time out there right now. So yep. what do you got for them? Look, if, if you're in a bad spot, man, just realize that, take a deep breath and realize that there's some good in your life. Because if you're hearing this today, that means that you're alive, which means you've been given an opportunity to make an impact on someone's life and make your life better and put a smile on someone's face. So if you're hearing this today, I want you to understand that there's a different, there's a purpose for your life and there's a plan for you and you can make an impact. Just take a deep breath and, and worry about the, it's a bad moment. It might be a bad 15 minutes, but it's not a bad day unless you make it. So get out there and make an impact. Surround yourself with people that are living the life that you want to live. That's so important. You've got to get around people that are living the life that you want to live. Just being in their presence is going to motivate you to be a better person, to make a bigger impact. And you can do that. We are infinity X drop the mic right there. That is parting shots from Eric Allen. Eric, where does everybody find you? Uh, ericallenmedia.com. It's E-R-I-K. You can feel free to just fill out the contact form. I respond to everything that comes through. I'm big on Instagram. I respond to every DM. I respond to every comment. So if you see a post, throw a comment on there. I will respond to it. Um, I love connecting with people, networking with people. I love building relationships. And part of that is podcasting, man. Podcasting has been it's so enjoyable in my life for the last few years. I built some amazing relationships through this. And I know, like you mentioned, we're going to be chatting more soon. I love this, man. I look forward to it, Eric. You are the man. Folks, we are Infinity X, giving stages and mics to human excellence. This has been Eric Allen. He has graced us with, uh, you know, just uh, an unbelievable story of perseverance, expansion, managing businesses, failing at businesses, failing forward and growing it to the point where, this man in 2019, what, what was it? What, what is, what, what is it with uh, Milet again? 
Uh, yeah, 2019 is when I won the Ed Milet Challenge. And, but I started, yeah, that's when I started the Eric Allen Show. It actually used to be called the Bearded Biz. Uh, <laughs> but my wife, being the smart person, said, it sounds like it's a beard podcast. You should change that. And so, and even when I had Brad on the show, he's like, it's called the what? The Bearded Biz? Are you sure about that? You're like, I was like, okay, maybe I know. <laughs> By the way, I see the beard back in your future, brother, because that's <laughs> hell, man. I, I, I loved it. It's in the growth stage. It's coming back. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, I will look forward. To, I will look forward to watching that that continued growth, brother. I like I said, uh, we're going to be having a lot of conversation. I think that there's some synergies. I think there's some things that we could do on the outside, and it's going to be an exciting conclusion to the uh, to this year and and many more. Um, folks, the replay will be available on WeAreInfinityX.com. We are InfinityX YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. And, um, you know, Eric, I, it's really just been an honor and a privilege uh, to spend some time and get to know you, you know, and uh, thank you for the, your vulnerability and sharing the story. And, um, you know, I, uh, I, I just have really, really, I value people who persevere and uh, more so than that is that people who learn and grow from adversity. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's something that is, it's not, it's not all that common, unfortunately. I wish it was more common, but um, you know, it's people like you that provide inspiration to the good folks that have been listening tonight and to people like myself who you know, need it very, very frequently. And so I thank you from the bottom of my heart for sharing the stage with me tonight, man. Oh man, such an honor. I really appreciate it. And thank you so much, man, for, for having me on. Thank you. You're very welcome, folks. This has been We Are Infinity X replay. We are infinityx.com. We are Infinity X YouTube. We're continuing to bring infinite sale opportunities, infinite ecosystem merger opportunities by having conversations with, with people like the good Eric Allen. We will continue to do so. Until next time, folks, it's been, um, it's been a lot of fun, uh, Eric. And um, we will see you on an, an, another episode of We Are Infinity X. Hit us, um, you know, hit us on our multiple um, verticals uh, out there for, you know, opportunity to have sales consultation as well. We're happy and excited to be a resource. These are tumultuous times and we're here to help. Folks, until next time, we are Infinity X signing off. Eric, have a wonderful night, brother. You too. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Infinity X. Don't forget to check us out on YouTube by searching We Are Infinity X. Until next time.